Stand Up with Pete Dominic. With Pete Dominic. On Indy, Sirius XM 104. Very excited to finally meet our next guest as a stand-up comedian. I've always thought he is a brilliant performer by every measure that we measure comedians. And he's much more than that. He's an actor. He's hosted all types of things. Actually once warmed up the audience at Radio City Musical when he was hosting the MTV Music Awards. And I got to say, Russell Brand treated everybody very, very well. From stagehands to Madonna. Uh, he was a he was a class act, so I'm I'm really excited to finally have him join us on our show, ladies and gentlemen, Russell Brand. All right, hello, Pete. sir. Hello, mate. Thank you for that lovely introduction. Thank you very much for doing this. I know you're doing a lot of promotion. We appreciate you stopping by, and you're promoting uh, a new stand-up tour, right? That's right. I'm doing a new tour called Messiah Complex. I'm doing it all over your country. I'm doing it all over the world. I'm really really excited about it. It's been a while since I've done like a proper stand-up tour. How much, you know, you start in August, how much How much are you prepared for it? Well, at the moment I have all of the sort of concepts straightened out. I'm talking about four great historical figures, Che Guevara, Malcolm X, Gandhi and Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. And like, so, but like, a, a, there needs to be some refinement so that I can avoid being uh, assassinated. Uh, why, <laughs> why, I mean, you never stop doing stand-up, right? I mean, you've done films, you've done television, you've done radio, podcasts, you name it, but you never stop doing stand-up, right? No, I always continue doing it, people, because I think it's the sort of, like, it's a very pure art form. You have direct uh, connection with people. Say when you make a mistake on TV, it might be ages to hear about it, or the next day, or afterwards. But with stand-up, you can hear people's sort of reaction, like, you think, uh-oh, I've made a mistake, and you can address it there and then go, right, I didn't mean that, and you can talk through it. I like having that direct communion. What is the function of art at all to to find a connection between people to celebrate what is beautiful between people to draw the attention to that which could have been veiled or and to unearth new things and also yeah. to talk about sex of course of course i mean i just gave a commencement speech and it was like very serious and as a comedian i i was really uncomfortable because there weren't constant laughs and i didn't know if they were even listening i mean isn't it weird when you're speaking in front of an audience and and, and you don't get that because you're expecting that right i don't like it very much mate what was you doing what is a commencement speech it's like at a college you know co college commencement you give the keynote speech there and i was doing it you know don't quit work hard never give up type of speech right you, yeah if i can do it you can do it type of thing yeah, I'm sure you haven't been asked to do those. I would imagine you've been asked all I've the time. I've not done a commencement speech. You've got some. <laughs> some of your interns are here in studio. Maybe I'll do a speech to them now. Don't get. Don't quit. Try be better. Kiss each other. Take your tops off. They're both boys. Take your tops off. You you pigs. There. They they uh, look very inspired, Pete. These lads now. I think. Are they do naked you feel yet? inspired? One of them's taking his top off. They're the younger not one. Allow, allowed to wear pants, so I'm surprised if they're wearing pants. Our interns are at least. Yeah. No, they are. They're wearing stockings mm. and suspenders and high heeled shoes. These pair of lads. And I must say, they they look absolutely gorgeous. They're doing very great work. Young hairless boys are the only types that can intern on the show. Otherwise, it's intimidating. You don't want some hairy brute of a man interning on your show making you feel daunted and overwhelmed that's why we only allow 12 year olds to intern on this program right well you're gonna have to put some trousers back on then lads i didn't realize you were 12. <laughs> russell brand is taking a stand up all, all over uh, the u.s but you're also going all over the world you're going to some places i would imagine you haven't performed before what's the difference for you uh, performing in the UK and performing in America specifically. You have a, a lexicon of shared cultural history in the country you're from, from ridiculous TV shows to peculiar crimes that caught the country's imagination. <laughs> so you don't have that when you're performing in America. So you have to emphasize, in my case, the sort of idea of being an alien abroad of like your otherness of the difference and like oh it's weird how you lot do this but without ever offending people in like because people don't like that 
You know. What what would what could you say the differences? Because you spend a lot of time. You you live now in the U.S. most of the time. Yeah, most of the time I'm here. Yeah. What, what do you think? Are they, can you can you describe American culture? I always have a hard time describing what American culture is because we're a very diverse country. But mm, very. What, what do you think of uh, of that? Of what American culture is, what do you think? The most obvious difference is a, a sort of there's an op, an American optimism and a sense of sort of adolescent uh, sort of will to do things in the future. <laughs> whereas England is an ancient land where we're sort of like, well, we've done everything we can and we're just going to wait patiently until you realise that it was all pointless. You know, so sort of <laughs> as a post-colonial country, whereas this country is still in the middle of its colonial phase. So I suppose it's sort of uh, I suppose that translates to a sort of a sense of optimism about the future although those things are changing now Pete aren't they really as we sort of increasingly realise that the boundaries and barriers that we have in the world are superficial well, yeah illusory. I was going to say how about something more superficial in comparison like we in America love blank hmm, or hate this and know. you in the UK you British if we could put you in a, a box which I think is hard to do also but what is it? I mean, I don't know, because I think everyone's the same once you get to... I don't know. I mean, I feel like I can talk about sex in the same way here as I talk about it there. I feel like I can, you know... Are they, what about religion, though? I mean, you, I, I feel, hmm. again, generally, I haven't spent a lot of time in the UK, and I've never done stand-up there, much to my chagrin, but I feel like religion is is, is really... And you talk a lot about this in your life, uh, and obviously in your act with this new tour. I feel like it's not nearly as important, religion. And, like, Richard Dawkins is, like, a hero in the UK, where in America, it's a very, very... Christianity is, like, uh, one of the most important things to so many Americans. You're right. I suppose... And it's very divisive here as well. I suppose, yeah, perhaps there is more prevalence for in... Uh, re- sort of at least culturally, people talk about religion a lot more. I mean, people are, like, spiritual, I think, all over the world. But, like, you're right, a character like Richard Dawkins who espouses atheism is m- much more celebrated and embraced in England than I imagine it would be in certain parts of this country. See, as much as I admire your stand-up, and I think you're one of the best of our generation, I love what you're doing uh, w- when you talk openly and publicly about your struggles with addiction and you name it. But what, what the diff- you talk a lot about spirituality. How do you define your spirituality and, and, and how is it important to you? It's just been, it's what I think it comes down to, Pete, is recognizing that the things that we have in common are more important than the things that make us distinct. So it's like everyone really has the same needs and the same requirements and that we've got to be lovely to ourselves and to one another it's very very simple on one level of course you can complicate that but the thing that i think what i think is important now is to fortify spiritual ideas with scientific information like for example hmm. in terms of dna you know that our dna this is true get ready for it 38 percent of our dna is the same as the dna in a banana 67 percent of our dna is the same as the dna in an earthworm 98 percent of our dna is the same as the dna in a chimpanzee so like how different can we be from one another if we're that similar to such diverse and Distinct and different life forms. I don't know. I'm going to kill myself on the air right now. Don't that do it. You're more really? or less a banana. We're more or less just a couple of talking <laughs> bananas, Pete, or a couple of bananas just well, chatting well, away. Well, yeah, but you, I mean, it's really transformed your life. My wife uh, is, is a yoga teacher. I know you're like addicted to, you're an addict, so you're, you're addicted to yoga now too. You meditate. I mean, these are, these, you, you practice this in your life. It's not just um, something that you think about. You, you, you do yoga, you meditate, all these things, right? Yeah, because nothing's real, mate. Nothing's real. You can 
What do you mean by that? What I mean is, is you think I'd be a lot happier if I had a nicer car and some more money and was able to have sex with nine people at once. Then you do those things, usually it's Wednesday, and you think, uh, that wasn't <laughs> as good as I thought it would be. It doesn't really mean anything. It's not satisfying. Because all those things are just, <clears throat> what are they? They're temporarily stimulating. And what we need to do is connect with things that are permanent within ourselves. And really all that boils down to is love. You know, and look at what you've done. You made the decision to stay there because it's your daughter's graduation overcoming at work because on some level you recognise that your daughter is the most important thing in your life and me, I'm just some idiot from England who's coming here specifically to meet you where you're sat remotely with a big, no, no, shining, gorgeous skull. <laughs> you're wrong because... Had I known you were going to be in studio today, I wouldn't have given a shit about my daughter's graduation because I've always wanted to meet Russell Brand. Yeah, with that stupid little right cow. You can have more kids. <laughs> more kids. Don't worry well, about that on one's education. Second. But because I, no, but I want to be you. Everybody wants to be somebody. I want to be Russell Brand. You have almost 2 million Twitter followers. You've been with all the most beautiful women in the I'm world. I'm going to stop you, you, you there right now. I have 6.6 million Twitter followers. You have right? 6. That's an important 6. figure. Yeah, see, I have 17,000 strong. Right, well, I mean, that's, what, what, yeah, what? but they may really love you. You know, <laughs> sort of like, that's the difference. You could have like sort of one person who adores you or Now, shut up. You have people. everything. You have everything, everything. people people espouse to want. Money and fame and All women. Right. And so and so, what what is it that Russell Brand uh, wants but does not have? I don't want anything I don't have. That's the secret, isn't it? you just got to recognise that what but you, you have is you have. you already have everything, though. That's yeah, the I've, thing. I've been... Remember, I was really poor for ages and ages. I didn't have no money when I was growing up. I didn't have... And I was like a junkie for ages. You've got hardly any money when you're a junkie. You need to invest it in the old heroin industry. Otherwise, mm. you get sad. So, like, now I've got this stuff. It's all right, but it doesn't... You know, I'm not sort of criticising it or sort of being ungrateful. I'm just saying that it's temporary and it isn't the answer. And if you designate those things to be the answer in your life, you're going to be disappointed when you get them. And and if you don't get them, you're going to have spent your whole life believing in something that's meaningless. So what's, I think, important, and the reason the yoga and meditation, those things, you know, sometimes I think oh, it's a bit poncy, a bit fancy. But really what you're doing is you're journeying within yourself to connect with what is it that is behind your consciousness? What is it behind the awake you that's looking out in the world? Is there an interconnectivity between all people? Is there some phenomena of consciousness that we can all connect with? I believe that there is. And I feel now. I feel my wife falling in love with you. All with right, that. that's well, another little phase. Now you can have my wife as well, because I think that if I just get to twenty thousand Twitter followers, I'll be happy. You won't be mates. You'll want twenty five thousand, then you want thirty thousand, and it's relentless. You look You're... at you look at all these comedians like Leno and Letterman, and you say, you know, they're at the top of the game, and yet they seem miserable. They, you know, just looking in our field of comedians who want to achieve something. I want to achieve selling out a comedy club, then selling out a theater, and then I'll be happy. And then, but they never are. I totally agree with you that you. You, you have these goals, and then once you reach them, you want to get to the next thing. You're, you're happy with where you're at. You're in this moment. That's all we can do. Everything else isn't real. If you just be aware of where you are in this moment, you're alive and you're breathing and it's beautiful and all of us have got problems and sadnesses and things that didn't work out how we wanted them to work out, but it's all going to be okay. You know, you have to just accept that. If your happiness is conditional upon anything, then you ain't going to be happy because you can't control anything in the outside world. It bothers me that people are obsessed with, with celebrities like your personal life. I, I love what you do on stage, and I think it's interesting to know what rich, famous, beautiful people do off stage. But I, I would rather we be focused on more important issues. You spend a lot of your celebrity and, and, and the cameras that follow you, you take to the, them to some important causes. I mean, what do you think about people's obsession with your you know, your personal life, your sex life, who you're screwing, uh, who you're dating? Is that a disease? It. Is that okay? In our nature, because we, we're living in... So 
infinite awareness, infinite awareness. We need things to direct our consciousness. In the old days, it would be gods. We'd have the god of sun, the god of the food we eat. You know, different tribes worshipping, for example, buffalo, a simple example, because they needed buffalo to survive. Now we live in a culture where we're sort of in zoos. All our needs, to a degree, are are met. But this instinct to worship is still present. So that is directed towards Mm. the culture of celebrity, which keeps us as sort of passive little consumers instead of the strident bold warriors that we are by nature so i understand people being fascinated with celebrity all right then I'll it's play interesting the, along those lines who's your best celebrity friend who is the my celebrity best that celebrity you're you're, you're the closest with a big name oh, star let me think i've got a lot, there's a lot of so because i work with people that are famous i'm friends with a lot of people that are famous you know jason who wrote uh, the film that i did over here sarah marshall jason siegel i love him right. he's a very dear friend of mine and jonah i'm friends with who i was in getting to the greek with Puffy, I see from time to time. People really? I've worked with. Yeah, yeah, Who yeah. Who are your favourite comedians? Whatever, ever. Richard Pryor, Bill Hicks, I think are the ones that are really good. Billy Connolly, Scottish comedian, is really good. Fantastic. So, mm, yeah. and, and when you go and tour, uh, you're, you're, you're doing this new tour all over the world. We're talking to Russell Brand. Of my, of my friends that have performed in some of the middle, the, uh, the middle East places that you're going to, Russell Brand, what, they say that you're not allowed to talk about certain things. They, you're given ground rules before you oh, go on what? stage. What's going to happen? Uh, I think they shoot you and rape huh. you, I think. I'm not, Shooting I'm not and raping won't be the first time. <laughs> I'll be fine with that. That's You've on my shot. rider. <laughs> That's part of it. So you're 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 not agree you're not making any agreements. You're not making any concessions to any place. You're, it says your tour says you're performing in Beirut. Yeah, performing in Beirut. You have to cover up things because my poster. You know Shepard Fairey who did the Obama Hope poster. He done yeah. the poster for my tour and he's got. Oh me really? A, oh yeah, I've got this necklace. It's got a bunch of symbols on it, like yeah, religious. including a swastika. Yeah, that's one of them. Mm-hmm. And like so, like uh, like some countries, you're not allowed to have that, like Germany. But if anyone should embrace the swastika. It's the Germans. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about that from time to time here. So you're not, you're not, you're not going to perform anywhere that says you can't do this, or you can't do that, or you will, and you'll, 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 you'll play along with them. I'll go there and uh, I'll do what I feel is right, you know, because I don't want to upset people, Pete. I'm not going around just to upset people. I'm just going around to say, oh, what is it you're upset about that for? But that you do, you do upset people. I mean, I went, to, I? I went, I went, yeah, of course, right? I mean, I went to see George Carlin when I was 16 with my dad. We paid for tickets to see Carlin and, and we started as abortion material. People got up and walked out. Oh. Does that happen with you? Do you offend people and people and, and doesn't that bizarre when people pay to see you and mm. then they're offended? I think it is. I think it is. But like, so really, we can't. You know, what people have, people, I suppose, have their own presuppositions. I mean, if someone's got a strong belief about abortion, then whenever they hear that information, they're going to feel a little bit volatile. But I don't know. You can only say what you believe in. If people walk out, I don't even like it when people go to the toilet during one of my shows. To be <laughs> honest, so like, I will be offended. I prefer they just sat still and listened and laughed when appropriate. But um, you know, you can't. What are you going to do, mate? Make your whole. If you spent your whole life trying to appease and please everyone, what would you be? A listless, drifting butler of a man, or a mediocre, a or a mediocre comedian like myself. I don't uh, know that you are, mate. I think I, I, I've not seen your act, but you seem like a very switched-on and lovely man. Well, the brand of the program that here is is stand up, and so we're just constantly begging people to stand up for you know different issues, whatever. Just care about something. You care about quite a few things, obviously. What what are what issues are most important to Russell Brand? All right, here's the things I reckon that are important today. Bradley Manning, he's on trial. You should learn a little bit about that and see for yep. yourself whether you think it's right that he's charged with uh, aiding the enemy and who would 
who who would you regard as the enemy in such an instance? Uh, the situation in Istanbul and Turkey, where people are protesting against excessive corporate construction, and for me, uh, drug and alcohol abstinence. Uh, right it, and, and its funding is always an important issue so th- those three things are good things to think about today but there's loads of stuff isn't there you'd get, you could go on forever caring and thinking and you know well that last that people. last one i want to end with that one russell sure. brand how how difficult is your struggle with addiction today how how tempted do you have are you to 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 mess around with drugs and alcohol is it a daily struggle you still go to meetings support etc I look for, yeah, I do look for support with drugs and alcohol. I need it. It's an important part of my life. As long as I've sort of put spirituality and other people before myself, I'm all right. But every day I'm tempted to think about my selfishness. And when I get selfish, I want to take drugs because being selfish is not in the natural state for a person. Well, don't do it. One of my closest friends with Greg Giraldo and Artie Lang is another good friend of mine. And we've already lost uh, one of them. So we can't afford for you to go out like that. So no, promise, I'll be all right. Ten years today. now, no drugs. Ten, Ten years. years, really? Yeah. Well, wow, anyway, congratulations. Right. Thank you. Awesome. No, I'm, just, I, like, I'm all right. I'm, not, I'm, I'm cool on that front. Thank you very much. That's fantastic to hear. You never know. And uh, I, I love to hear that I worry about a lot of my, uh, my artist friends. But Russell Brand, obviously doing really, really well. I'm excited that uh, we finally got to sit down and talk. I'm sorry I'm not there, but you I appreciate worry. you coming I'm in. I'm in a lovely room with us. your 12-year-old sexually dressed interns, your lovely producer, and uh, some as yet unnamed beautiful women. Well, I'm glad that they were there, uh, mm. and uh, please ask them to put their pants back on at some point. Because Get your I pants will be on, lads. Coming... You're upsetting your boss. It's disgusting. You. Oh, no, they're kissing each other. Oh, this is ridiculous. I'm fine with that. That's called the rules. <laughs> Russell Brand, everybody. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much, Pete. Lovely talking to you.